Hello my lovely listeners and welcome to season one of the Nicola Paul Approach. My name is Nicola Paul and I will be your host. I'm so excited to be welcoming you to my brand new podcast show because creativity and healing runs in my blood. And what better way to encourage my creative flair than speak to you all directly and share a splash of positivity. Don't forget to hit the subscribe on your podcast player so you don't miss an episode. If you have enjoyed an episode, please do leave a review and rating as it will really help my podcast show reach out to help other people find my channel so we can all grow in our like-minded nation. In my podcast shows, I want to delve into what it means to nurture our mind, body and soul. After all, it's my mission to support and guide anyone who is listening to find the right path to improve their mental, physical and spiritual growth. Helping me properly welcome you all on this journey will be special guest appearances from time to time in my future podcast episodes. We are all experts in the field of well-being and mindfulness and it's going to be my privilege to open up the door to this wonderful world for you all. Welcome to season one, episode two of the Nicola Paul Approach. My name is Nicola Paul and I'm going to be your host for this heartfelt journey with my guest today. And joining me today for a special guest appearance is an Instagram influencer and mind, body and soul educator. She is working as an experienced designer for an agency in London and currently studying her master's in psychology at Goldsmiths University. In this episode, we are going to talk about how she has come to where she is today and also some topics on physical and mental health awareness. So without further ado, let's welcome what I like to call my soul sister, Isabel, to our show. Thank you very much, Harry. Nice to see you. And you too. And thank you so much for your time today with us on the show. Um, no just problem. before we actually do, before we do just um, sort of go a little bit more deeper into um, your story today that you're going to share with us. I just want to ask really, we're, you know, all going through the Rona at the moment this <laughs> year, if I can call it that. Um, we're all now hitting our second national lockdown of the year in the UK. Um, you know, listeners out there today that will be listening you know, what, what is it, you know, how are you dealing with this in your own way sort of thing? Can you just sort of give us a little mm. bit of insight? Mm. Um, I think certainly for me over the past, I mean, it's been a while now, hasn't it? Probably about seven, seven, eight months. <laughs> Feels a bit longer than that. Um, learning kind of what I really enjoy has been really important. Um, coming kind of back, reconnecting to yourself and really figuring out and tr- and understanding um, when you have the time, because we don't always have the time that we have now, um, what really kind of works for you and what self-care means to oneself and what the things are that can help you kind of build your own energy and your own, um, just the way that you're feeling and you're kind of, that I think encompasses everything, whether it's physical health, mental health, emotionally, spiritually even depending on what you're into um finding ways and habits that can kind of help us build up our our kind of 
resources in terms of how resilient we are to what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I think for most people, you know, that are going through this, especially a pandemic as big as, you know, it's, un- it's unprecedented, it's never been known before, but um, as long as, you know, you've got your own sort of tools and coping mechanisms through a time of mental health, really. I mean, you know, you've, we've all got to try and adjust our a new way of living and thinking and um so yeah I mean it, it's tough it's tough but but saying that you know a lot of people have even said that with us having a lockdown it's given us a lot more time to just step back and you know reassess really our lives in a, as a whole you know from what they used to be like when we was running around everywhere so mm-hmm. um yeah thank thanks for sharing your side of it as well with us today Let's really get to know the face behind Isabel, shall we? So social media influencer and budding entrepreneur. You know, let's begin your journey from the beginning. So what drove you to become the person you are today? Sure. Um, Well, so (laughs) long story short. um, So I grew up in a small town, uh, a couple of an hour or two outside of London, Basingstoke. Obviously, you're familiar with it because you're not that far away. Um, It was not somewhere that I ever really, I mean, I certainly didn't feel I fitted in. I didn't feel connected to it. Um, But I do have wonderful family. We're very kind of very big and very close. Um, I'm actually half Greek. Um, My mum had always been very healthy. She's always kind of sat between the vegetarian, vegan side of things, um, always encouraged balance and a more natural approach, especially with my diet. So I think that's where that interest came from. Um, had a wonderful childhood, always was interested in animals, like I loved them. I, in fact, was never really a people person. I actually always preferred animals, ironically, studying psychology. Um, I was just always more of kind of an observer rather than the teller kind of thing. So I always just wanted to understand people better while not necessarily wanting to get too involved. Um <laughs> I guess throughout school, I had a bit of a tough time. Um, I had a back brace because I had scoliosis. Um, I was bullied on occasion. I was very smart academically. Um, So I was kind of a bit of a nerd. I was the odd one out. Um, And I'd say I had a couple of kind of bad or traumatic experiences, depending on what you want to call them, throughout my teenage years, which I guess chipped away slowly at Um, my sense of self, I suppose, my confidence, my relationships um, with others, my ways of relating. So this had kind of started to affect me from, I guess, a fairly young age. Um, And then as I kind of got to my later teenage years, um, I started to, so I was brought up with my family having spiritual beliefs, um, which I chose to kind of step away from when I was around 16 um which then of course I meant I had a pretty difficult relationship with my parents for a a while um and I then went into this period of being very off the rails um I had a very toxic relationship for four or five years um displaying kind of very risky behavior all in all um really wasn't behaving healthily but it was more I guess it was a cry for help in some ways and also 
on the other way is just trying out new things and trying to figure out what who was really me and what was really me amongst all of these things um so like I said I had this toxic relationship um very anxiously avoidantly attached the pair of us couldn't be with each other couldn't be without each other um and in that time I was going to Berlin quite a lot that was like my place to escape (laughs) everything that was going on um and it it kind of became quite unhealthy for a while it was just this place where I could go and be wild um and then come back to somewhere where I also wasn't happy so I was living in London um I didn't really I kind of got very hung up on where I was hanging out who I was hanging out with what kind of parties I went to what I was seen to be doing on Instagram um which obviously is really really unhealthy um and I was never obviously truly happy with it either because it didn't actually it's really not me like it didn't resonate with who I was deep down as a person um but funny enough one thing that stuck to me throughout this time was even if I was kind of drinking a lot or whatever it was it wasn't necessarily healthy I always knew how to look after myself so that could definitely come from my mum still I still knew what diet I should be eating or what you know how I should kind of be managing my stress levels or my sleep habits or you know all those kind of things so it always stuck in my head and I think in a way it was like a little bit of my conscious tapping me on the shoulder the whole time you shouldn't be doing this or you know you know you kind of need to get yourself out of this pattern of behavior somehow um so moving past that kind of time this kind of I mean it wasn't terrible but it just wasn't good like I I mean I had a great job I had an amazing flat in London um I was having a lot of fun um but I wasn't spending for example I wasn't spending as much time with my family as I wanted to um it was still kind of maybe not the easiest of relationships just because I'd say they were obviously concerned for my health um which is completely fair enough um so this went on for a while, um, further kind of down this trail of so-called risky behaviour, I guess, until I had a very bad experience actually over one New Year's, um, which in turn shocked me kind of into realising that actually this needs to change now. Um, and then it was from there, really, it was after that that I started, and this is not to say that a plant-based diet will solve anything, because it won't. Um, that's when I started to think about my diet more carefully so thinking of what I was taking into my body not just with diet but with all things um I started to reconsider my friendship so what I was was I really friends with people because I really resonated with them as a person or because I thought that they were cool and this in turn made me cool (laughs) um so I just became much more aware of how I was kind of connecting to people and for what reasons and how this really felt kind of on on like an intuition sort of level like how did people make me feel kind of as soon as you meet them almost um and then it was through this kind of period of time that I obviously I'd broken up with my old boyfriend a long time ago I forgot to say that um and then this is how I eventually came to meet my boyfriend that I'm with now um who is wonderful um we met 
the day we met, we decided we were we fell straight in love and that we were going to be together. Um, and since then has been an absolute mirror, I'd say, of all the triggering things that <laughs> I needed to deal with going on in myself. Um, so a lot of things happened, I guess. we um, He's from Germany. He moved over here. Um, he obviously is dealing with his own things, being away from family. He's got a, a very sick mum. So it wasn't the easiest of situations to deal with. Um, we both kind of had our things that were going on in our individual lives as well. Um, we ended up moving back here to Basingstoke from London. So that in turn brought up a lot of a lot, lot, lot of old kind of past memories and traumas and things that I had actually probably run away to London and Berlin to escape from. Um, so this really, while obviously COVID's been a terrible situation, in a funny way, it's actually really allowed me a chance to kind of come back to myself and reconnect with not only who I really am, but start to deal with some of these things that had been really affecting my life, I'd say, for quite a long time and that I've blocked out. Um, so yeah, obviously the, then the relationship also reared certain issues that kind of ended up pushing me back, um, towards therapy, which is something that I really, really value and think if anyone ever has access to it, they hundred percent should do. I think just having someone, um, of a, like even a non-biased opinion to talk to, I think is really, really valuable even if you don't think you've got anything kind of pressing that you need to deal with, um, it's really beneficial. So that's really helped me kind of deal with um, lots of things from the past. It's also brought me closer to kind of realising what I really want to do with my life, kind of that inner purpose, if you want to call it. Um, and also come back to what I mentioned at the start, like what it truly means to practice self-care and obviously in turn actually to love yourself as well because I think that's a, a term that's really banded around on Instagram a lot particularly like oh self-love and this and that and I don't think a lot of people really realize what it means um, and how to in turn how to practice it so that's I guess what's led me to where I am now where I'm kind of starting to use my Instagram a bit more to open up and tell more people about how you can um, do things if you really want to put your mind to it and you can get out of any situation that you ultimately have landed in, um, perhaps through no fault of your own, perhaps through fault of your own. Um, and you can kind of get to a place that's actually much better and much healthier through all these different things um, that are available to us, like in the modern world and with Instagram and with um, the internet, we are so connected yet sometimes so disconnected as well like it's a very powerful tool but also very um, I think it has to be used in the right way so I for example I work in tech obviously I'm an experienced designer I don't know if you saw the social dilemma on Netflix um, but that certainly was no surprise to me that's just what we do for a job um, so I kind of became more and more aware of the power that Instagram has um, over us um, and so forth to be more aware of what I was actually influencing myself because for a long time um, my Instagram was just a highlight reel of you know where I was and who I was with and what I was doing and how many holidays I was going on a year. Um, so yeah it's, I guess it's a lot of things that really have led me to 
become more balanced and healthier and happier and to try and start to help others to do the same. <sighs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually, I feel a little bit sort of that's hit a nerve. Um, thanks so much for really sharing with us that, you know, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, if there is any, you know, there will be listeners out there today that will be listening to your story or journey um, and might be wondering how they might uh, want to change a part of their lives and not sort of quite sure how to, you know, what is the biggest lesson you learned and the takeaway of when you transitioned into that part of your new life that was really a huge thing to you, but also, you know, could you explain to us how you have learned to cope with your life life experiences? Sure. Um, I'd say the hard way <laughs> a lot of the time. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I guess I am someone, um, and I always remember my mum saying this to me, <laughs> that you're just someone who has to learn the hard way, which you don't have to at all. Um, I think if you are self-aware enough and um aware of what is good and what isn't good for you then you will be able to know these things without having to go through necessarily anything tough <laughs> um but I guess by really pushing through it I guess having goals and always having an idea of what I who I wanted to be and what I wanted to be um kind of kept me going through all of that regardless of how far off track I may have come from that um, I think if you have a goal and want to get somewhere, then just get on and do it. I think that's the easy, that's really is the easiest and most simplest way to to say it. Really, whether you call it kind of manifestation or you know just working on what you want. Like I've just turned twenty five. Um, I hold a senior position at the company I work for. I run two businesses, doing my masters at the same time, working with people that I've always wanted to work with. Like these aren't things that have just fallen into my lap at all. Um, I've really worked for it um, because it's what I want so I'd definitely say get on with it if you've got something you want to do there's no time no better time than now um, and I guess another thing is acceptance so it's probably one of the most difficult things but also the most valuable um, to accept either things that have happened or people in your life or just situations just the same as we have to accept that COVID is happening right now but we still have to carry on our lives throughout it um so I think that's really really like a definitely a valuable thing that I've learned um also I guess understanding and le or learning like I just mentioned earlier knowing what is bad and good for you um this has certainly helped me kind of create a good routine and kind of start to incorporate practices that help support me to becoming kind of just a better better human really it's not a, it's not necessarily about this like be the best version of yourself or whatever it's just understanding what you can do to start putting out better things not just to yourself but to others as well um but I guess that stuff like diet training um how much time you spend with your family depending on you know your family situation good friends um time alone as well have been really valuable um going back to kind of what did you enjoy when you were a kid 
things for me are stuff like drawing, being in nature, um, horses. That's something I'm yet to get back to. <laughs> but um, all things like that, like what did you really enjoy as a child before any of these other things kind of came in and clouded that out? Um, and then I guess lastly, something important, again, really for me, like I mentioned earlier when I spoke about therapy, is learning to speak about your own experiences and that can be something actually really hard to do like it's not it's not easy at all especially if you're not like I'm not while I'm very confident I'm not actually an extroverted person so I can happily get on and get my head down and spend the day alone working um my boyfriend for example is very different he needs to kind of have people around him all the time and be talking to people all day um I don't necessarily need that all the time um so it doesn't always come naturally for me to be able to just tell everyone about everything and be so vocal and you know tell the world and my best friends and everyone about what's going on and what happened and this and that I'm kind of a bit more um calculated about what I say a lot of the time um which isn't necessarily a good thing so I think learning to speak um more yeah about your own experiences in itself kind of is is certainly a healing process um and I would recommend that to all <laughs> if you have the option. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah, I totally agree with you there. Um, especially if you uh, are the type of person, I mean, you're very similar to me by the sounds of it, that I love my own company, my own space. Um, yeah. And actually, to be fair, I've got to be a bit careful because I like it too much. And um, <laughs> it can't be too <laughs> And it, and it can be a little bit, um, right, I haven't actually seen anyone for nearly two weeks, so maybe I should. <laughs> but no, so I totally get you. <laughs> so just for any of the listeners out there, again, um, that might be listening, that will be listening, obviously, on this episode, um, could, you, could you name one useful piece of information which could help our listeners to strive forward with their own personal uh, personal situation that they're going through that they might be struggling with at the moment one is hard (laughs) (laughs) um I would say you're you are ultimately always in control of your life like um we have no control over the external but you are always in control of how you deal with the external and with other people so this is like the attitude you choose to have how you choose to interact with others no matter how horrible they might be being or you know whatever um whatever you think of their behavior you are always in control of how you um respond to them and how you deal with things and I think always reminding yourself this on a day-to-day basis even can kind of help you just to slowly start to perhaps change some of these ways um for the better I mean there's lots of advice I would say (laughs) um uh, like there's things like go to therapy um I think that's the best thing anyone can do like I mentioned earlier whether it's kind of there's loads of free stuff online a book perhaps um some kind of program that you can stick to there's so much available to us now um it doesn't have to be like a, a an hour and a half session with a therapist where you're paying 100 pounds it's not necessarily that I think there's lots of different avenues that we've got available to us now so that's certainly something that I would explore 
things like listen to your intuition. I think if something or your gut is more commonly known as, I guess, if something doesn't feel right, then it's probably probably isn't right. Um, and I think there's certainly been times I've experienced all the time. In fact, if you choose to ignore this, I, I think you generally will end up paying the price um, if you don't listen to that deep down gut feeling that you you know and perhaps don't always want to admit to. Um, but eventually it will rear its head. So I definitely say pay more attention to yourself. Um, I know this is going over one piece of advice now. <laughs> but something I definitely I also think is important is try not to get too hung up on being something or sticking to kind of this persona that you think you should have or be. Um, I certainly, something that I did this year as we moved back to Basic, as COVID hit, was decide to cut all my hair off. Um, and I have, I, I mean, obviously you can't see what I look like, but I've got a long, or I did have really long, curly, thick hair, um, which I'd get, I guess I didn't realise until I cut it off that I'd always attached my, also almost my personality to, which sounds quite sad <laughs> when I say it out loud. Um, but it was kind of this, like wild powerful kind of side of me that really when I cut it off it was like oh wow it's like who am I now <laughs> who am I without my hair like everyone knew me for my hair that was just what I was known for um that's how I was recognized in the street so I guess when I got rid of that um it really gave me a chance to realize that none of these things that we attach ourselves to whether it's being vegan or whether it's you know, getting up at 6.30 in the morning every day and training or it's being really fit or whatever it is, none of these things uh, that we can kind of attach ourselves to are us. Um, they are just extensions of what we like and what we maybe enjoy or whatever it is. So I think learning to understand that you are you regardless of whatever else is going on around you Um is really important amazing and I mean how are you feeling um with our discussion today is you know in which way has it helped you uh really good actually um it's not very I mean is it the first time I mean obviously I've spoken to my closest ones about this kind of thing but I guess it's the first time speaking very openly about what in brief obviously about my life <laughs> um from start to finish um, and it's certainly something it's it's really good and powerful actually and I think it's certainly something that I will continue to do more of um, and kind of elaborate in further detail as well because I think hearing stuff like this from other people has certainly helped me so if I can do that too then that would be um, really yeah. important to me. Yeah and, and I'm glad you actually said that because you know there'll be so many people listening today and they'll just be like oh my god this is amazing you know because that <laughs> when you're actually I don't know about yourself because obviously I have moments of darkness and all and all the, the rest of it in my life as well um and sometimes when we're so in our own heads all we think is is that it's only us that's going through this surely but to listen to other people like yourself today it just gives a little bit more of a, a you know an inspirational sort of outlook on a, a you know a recovery road or whatever whatever you want to call it to know that 
it can be done you know it can be done with even if it's just baby steps or like you say you know set yourself goals and you know at least then because you've got something to look forward to each day if you're just feeling in the funk a little bit but so while there's still parts of your life you're looking forward to achieving I mean obviously this is an open question so yeah I mean of course everything really um we've like my boyfriend and I have just decided that we are going to leave the country next year um so I'm really really looking forward to that seeing where we end up um both physically um but also interpersonally as a couple obviously my own kind of personal journey I am looking forward to kind of delving more into and hopefully telling others more about and maybe using that in a way that can help them like as we said earlier um growing kind of not only the businesses but what I really want to do um which is certainly start to help people more be it in the kind of the wellness side of things or perhaps with the psychology I'm interested to see where not 100% on it yet where I will take it but certainly that's going to be a big player in what I end up doing um so yeah just building up connections with those that I already have my family my friends but also creating others as well and kind of yeah just exploring more things really amazing yeah um I mean for me as well going down on the social uh platforms that we we're on you know that's how me and you met at the very beginning of of even my journey Mm -hmm. and your journey and it's just such a an absolute privilege and honor that I'm gonna now be going on your journey so to speak because we know each other now because you're my soul sister (laughs) I love that so can we just before we go because we're not going yet (laughs) so don't worry but I'm an animal lover oh and just before we move on to Frank of course (laughs) which is your beautiful gorgeous bundle of fluff um thanks so much because we we could go on Mm -hmm. and on and on um and and I would love to actually if you're okay with that um if I could have you back on as a guest in season two yeah, of the show of course because there's so much more for you to share with us um and we haven't even touched the surface to be <laughs> fair and um a lot of other things that you're interested in like you said your plant-based food which actually that was the first thing that drew me to um one of the social media platforms was you know the way that you just you're so just the it's obviously imagery is everything right on that on social media but um but the way that you explain the the food setup the layout the ingredients the everything um so that was the first thing that drew me to you was your plant-based just lifestyle really so I'd like to have you on again even just if we could talk about food, that would be fab. I'd love that. Um, and other <laughs> stuff as well. But um, just before we go, let's talk about Frank. So tell us a little bit about how you found each other. <laughs> so Frank is my, um, well, my pug chihuahua. He's kind of a family dog. Um, he was actually bought for me by my parents at a very tough time. <laughs> when I was about 16, we were not getting on at all. Um, 
I would go off for days at a time without saying where I was. And I actually ended up moving to my aunt's house for a little while. Um, and they got me him for me. Um, and I guess he's been my little soldier and source of joy since we got him. I guess that's now like eight years ago, um, seven or eight years ago. Yeah, and he's getting a bit older, <laughs> but he's yeah, he's great. He's wonderful um, and a jo- uh, just yeah, a real joy to be around. Yeah, they're just unconditional love, aren't they? Animals, yeah. you know. And I just the they just give us so much, just something to even a purpose to get up each day, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but just before we go though, I would love you to um let the listeners know where they can contact and reach out to you. Um and also uh just to let everybody know that all of um Isabel's contact details will also be on the show notes. Uh but yeah, so if you could just give us just reel it off, reel it <laughs> off. And if there's anything that also I haven't added in for this episode um that you just need to just you know clarify and and yeah get it out there it's your it's your episode so <laughs> sure thank you um yes yeah, so i'm on instagram and um, my handle is isabella g taylor um i also have my i do press on nails which are in my bio there so i spy isabella and i also run um a little agency of my best friend which is called we are omicron um also all available from my instagram um i have a website which is well (laughs) i am currently redesigning so i need to get on with that (laughs) um that's also my bio but yeah available soon i'm gonna just have lots of good recipes and bits and bobs about kind of yeah how you can get a little better at what you're doing um yeah that's me so mainly yeah Instagram's my main thing I don't really have Facebook or anything like that um oh great brilliant yeah that's great so I really do hope that um everyone that's been listening today has felt a little bit clearer in their mind of the possibilities ahead and added some value into your lives uh within this episode um so we're actually now going to go and um yeah so if you want to say goodbye Isabel and we'll we'll say goodbye to these lovely listeners yeah thank you bye (laughs) thank you for having me and looking forward to the next one yeah amazing thanks so much everybody and um yep I'm just gonna say goodbye for now we'll see you in the next episode share the podcast with your friends and family or anyone you know that could benefit from these episodes stay tuned for next monday morning's episode with another special guest appearance love and light